Chapter Three of Van Dyke by Percy M. Turner. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Second Flemish Manor, Plate Six, Portrait of One of Charles the First's Children in the Academy of Fine Arts, Rome. Possibly the best known and one of the most deservedly popular of the master's child portrait it will bear comparison for charm and delicacy of handling with any of the productions of our great english masters in fact it was largely after a study of van dyck's wonderful pictures of children that gainsborough formed his last and greatest manner and now the second flemish manner the reputation of van dyck great as it was prior to leaving antwerp had materially grown during his absence in italy from time to time reports reached his fellow townsmen of the brilliant success he was achieving there the high personages with whom he was mingling and the flattering praise accorded to his productions we may be sure that returning travellers would relate the astonishing progress he was making and consequently his friends would await with eager anticipation the proofs of all they had heard there could be no doubt that rubens would be amongst those who would be most interested in his progress and he would be curious to see the influence the italians had exercised upon his technique his talents were soon put to the essay in the form of a commission for a large picture representing st augustine in ecstasy surrounded by angels and saints for the church of the augustines in antwerp as a result of this first effort both his patrons and the public were delighted and the commissions for works of a similar character flowed in upon him from every side rubens had fairly early in his career instituted an ingenious method for making his works widely known he employed under his own direction a number of engravers whose names have become household words technically considered they were as well equipped as any who have ever lived the name of paul pontius lucas vorsterman and two balsworts peter de jode are held in reverence by every admirer of engraving their remarkable fidelity in transcribing the works of rubens render it frequently unnecessary to see the originals themselves in order thoroughly to study them i am perhaps not going too far when i say that they understood the art of translating color effects into black and white in a manner unknown previous to their time and never surpassed afterwards the tone values of the paintings themselves are preserved there is no doubt that this excellence was due to the guidance of rubens 
he superintended each plate in process of preparation and rectified with his own hand any errors that might have crept in in this way rubens rendered an immense service to art quantities of these prints went out to foreign countries and were prized by both artists and collectors serving to stimulate the former to renewed efforts and to improve the taste of the latter at the same time he is to be credited with having brought the engraving art to a pitch which has never been surpassed when rubens saw of what his pupil was now capable he immediately turned the attention of his engravers to his works and until van dyck practically ceased historical painting we have as many plates worked after his designs as from those of his master it was soon after his return to antwerp that he received the commission to paint the celebrated picture at malines representing the crucifixion of this remarkable canvas we can but form an inadequate idea to-day the exceeding negligence with which it has been kept coupled with the continual covering up of the picture thus depriving it of light which every oil painting requires for its preservation has contributed to render it a wreck of its former self the subject to which we are so accustomed that we are but little moved when we encounter it in the great galleries is here presented to us in a most terrible and essentially human aspect the extraordinary expression of physical pain infused in the heads of the two thieves one on each side of christ together with the energy of their efforts to detach themselves from their awful position will cause a shudder to creep over even the most phlegmatic person this is foiled by the superb treatment of the head of the saviour in the latter is an extraordinary mixture of pain mental and physical combined with a sublime look of resignation sir joshua reynolds regarded it as one of the masterpieces of the world and there will be not a few who will concur in his judgment van dyck was not however content simply to exercise his powers in this way an innumerable series of portraits date from this time notably the well-known series representing the most prominent contemporary artists of flanders these productions are well known from the engravings executed after them the originals are now distributed throughout the world it is said that van dyck's position in the netherlands in spite of the quantity of patronage bestowed upon him was anything but pleasant the jealousy of his rivals was particularly irksome to a man of his disposition in the intrigues with which he was surrounded rubens had no part on the contrary he always sustained the cause of his brilliant pupil with the utmost enthusiasm and fidelity and it is probable in view of this fact and the renown which van dyck himself had attained that he would have worn down the opposition and caused the calumnies with which he was beset to fall upon the heads of their originators but the taste for travel which he had developed in italy probably impelled him to seek relief outside his own country 
accordingly we find him employed at the hague certainly not a great distance from the seat of his recent troubles but sufficiently far to remove him from their reach here he painted the portrait of the prince of orange and innumerable personages of his court in addition to receiving ample encouragement from the foreign ambassadors it was not however to be expected that so small a city with its limited scope would long suffice for a man of his ambitions his eyes were set upon england the encouragement which charles i extended to the fine arts and his liberality in patronizing them induced him to think that a suitable field for the exercise of his talents was open to him in our country accordingly about sixteen thirty two he arrived in london england was not however quite strange to him for about eleven years previously that is before his departure to italy he had already been here upon a visit upon this occasion however he does not appear to have succeeded in attracting the attentions of the king and consequently he did not meet with the success he had counted upon remaining but a few months he decided to return to antwerp fully resolved to make it a permanent place of abode meanwhile however rubens had been sent by the infanta isabella on a diplomatic visit to charles who received him in the most gracious manner and created him a knight the flattering attentions bestowed upon rubens during his stay coupled with his estimation of the king's character and taste created a most favorable impression upon him and when he returned to antwerp he probably dispelled in a measure van dyck's antipathy to our country meanwhile charles had seen the latter's portrait of nicholas lanier his chapel-master and was so impressed with its qualities that he sent an invitation to van dyck to return an opportunity so favorable to advancement was not lightly to be passed over and van dyck decided once more to try his fortune here this decision constituted a turning point in the life and style of the artist and we shall see him in england passing the most prosperous years of his life end of the second flemish manor